Hello, everybody, and welcome back to A Sweet Sunrise. I'm your host, Callie Dane, and in this podcast, we talk about all things wellness and positivity. I'm really excited about today's episode because we get to talk about all things love and happiness, so I'm really excited. Last month was Pride Month, and I was really living it up, so happy Pride, everyone, even though it's over. Is it really ever over? I don't think so. It's really the best time of year and a time to celebrate. I did never end up founding a big like parade or event in Gainesville, which is really sad because I wanted to take Dusty to one and he was kind of excited to go to one, but it didn't seem like there was really anything going on and I didn't have the time with work and school to uh, get all the way down to St. Pete, but my sister did, so she's kind of lucky. I really wanted to get him a shirt that said, Bi Wife Energy. I don't know if any of you have heard the TikTok sound, Bi Wife Energy, but it's like my favorite sound right now. It's like, oh God, it's good. Because I'm a hetero guy, but I really try to be a good ally. <laughs> I'll tell you why, because my wife is bi. I don't know, but I love that. All right. So before we kind of get into what today's episode is about, which is going to be celebrating pride, maintaining a healthy relationship, and, you know, the elephant in the room, we're going to talk a little bit about Roe v. Wade. But before all of that, let's get into our segments. So what's going on with me? It is humid as fuck here in Gainesville, going out any time of day, unless it's like really early in the morning or really late at night, it's just absolutely fucking miserable. If you're going to get a workout in, it has to be at like 6 a.m., or like 9 p.m. and there's really no in between unless you want a face full of bugs or just like you want to get heat stroke because it's just terrible. But on the kind of same working out note, Dusty's acting as my personal trainer because I really need someone to help me stay accountable and he's really familiar with running and he's kind of into coaching, you know, thanks to my mom and her awesome coaching in high school with track and cross country. But he's really into it, and I think he could make a really great coach, especially with high school, because I think he's really good at connecting to older kids. But uh, we'll see. I kind of hope that's what he ends up doing for the job. Uh, But he's doing really well. My pace has gone down. My workouts have gotten better. I'm doing speed, which sprints and stuff is not what I usually like to do, but it feels really good to work different muscles and get everything in. Dusty also just moved in, so I'm sitting in what used to be just my bedroom, and it is now our guest room. I am sitting at his desk that he put together with all of his video game stuff, using his microphone and interface, of course, but it's been really nice uh, having him here. We just, I don't know, for some reason I think I sleep way better when he's here all the time. It just, I feel way more calm and comfortable. I know I usually go to bed earlier than him and he's usually in here playing video games, but like I've been so tired and just absolutely out and my head hits the pill that I don't even hear him come to bed. He said the first night I was like all up on his side and he had to like move me and I'm a really light sleeper and I did not wake up. So that's kind of, that's kind of interesting. I must be, I must be getting really good sleep. Another thing I'm, what's going on with me, I'm trying to update my closet. I just got paid and I haven't bought any clothes, which is probably not what I should be doing. I went and bought a face mask instead for like $40, but it's really good and I really want to try it. It's the, um, it's a cold plunge pore mask and I've been dying to try it. It's such a pretty color and people have been having like the best reviews. So I'm not going to feel guilty about that, but We'll see. I really want to kind of update my closet and get some new things. With Dusty moving in, I probably donated like 10 trash bags worth of clothes, books, and just all kinds of shit to Goodwill because I was holding on to a lot of stuff I really just didn't wear anymore that didn't fit me and that wasn't perked at all and it was just keeping up a lot of space. 
So, moving on, a food I'm obsessed with this week, this kind of like, these past two weeks, is going to be avocado toast, but specifically on sourdough bread with lemon juice drizzled on top of it. If you are not putting lemon juice on your avocado toast, I don't know what you're doing because it's the best thing. It makes it so much better. Avocado is kind of like a weird texture for me, even though it tastes really good. So putting the lemon juice on there just kind of gives it that extra bite, and it's really nice for me. A lot of people put chili flakes on their avocado toast, and I'm really sensitive to spicy, but I kind of want to try that. So I'll see maybe if I can do that within the next couple weeks. But it's super good. It's really healthy. I probably have a slice or two of the avocado toast every morning with two eggs and my green juice, which has a bunch of fruit and, of course, no added sugar because I'm really trying to watch my sugar consumption. But yeah, I couldn't recommend avocado toast with lemon juice enough. It is the best. And I have been getting sourdough bread, like, fresh from the Publix bakery. I don't... I'm trying not to buy, like, loaves of bread that aren't, like, made fresh there. So I'd rather just buy that every week and then make my avocado toast with it, make my, you know, just bread with my taco salad, something like that. Then this week, the product I'm obsessed with is something I've had for a while now. It's one of my staples. It's the Snail Mucin Face Mask by Peach Slices. It's really hydrating. It's good for dark spots. I got it off of Amazon, but I know you can also get it at Ulta and probably a few other places. It makes my face feel really smooth and clean. I've used it since like January with no issues, and I have really, really sensitive skin, so I would recommend it. So getting into the meat of today's episode, we're going to talk about all things love and relationships. And as you probably know about me, I've been in a long-term relationship for just over the past two and a half years. We just moved in together. It's a really big step. It was so cute. Our first night here, we had like a picnic on the floor on a bunch of blankets in the guest room. And we ordered pizza, like a two liter of Dr. Pepper. Uh, We had mimosas. We popped the good champagne that I got for my 21st birthday. And we had mimosas. It was it was just really awesome. Season 5 of The Office Extended Edition is out now. If you're not watching, what are you doing with your life? So we watched that, and it was, it was probably, like, the cutest thing. It was, like, my favorite night. But, yeah, we were friends first. We were friends for years before we started dating, which I think was really special. So I am drinking a high noon because I'm going out with my friends tonight, and I don't get to do that often. I don't want to spend money on drinks out because it's super expensive, so I'm trying to get, you know, into the sweet spot before I go out. But anyway, we were friends first, which was, like, a really special experience. We were, he was actually 14 when I met him, and I kid you not, he had a mohawk when I met him. He was just this, like, tiny, scrawny little kid with a mohawk who was always wearing, like, Texas shirts and these, like, ridiculously expensive shoes because <laughs> his dad works for Champs. But he was 18 when we started, 14 when we met, 18 when we started dating. So that's like a big chunk of time in there when we were just kind of vibing. When we were in our friend group together for like that whole four years, if something like, if we ever locked eyes, just the two of us, which would happen like kind of often, we both just like burst out laughing. And I don't know what that was, but it was kind of like just a not unspoken connection that we have. We still kind of do it. But anyway, I got to watch him grow and change with me. And that was really nice because it was like we both were kind of evolving together and we were both just kids and it was it was just really sweet to look back on. But if you have that friend that's, you know, you've always kind of felt something with, this is your sign, make a move. It may not work out, of course, but it could also be the best decision of your life. You never know. Um, the good just may outweigh the bad. You only live once, so make the most of it. 
you know, it could end up being really awkward if they don't feel the same way, but I think if they're really your friend, they're not going to just disown you like that and be like, wow, that's really fucking weird. Why would you say that? You can, I bet you could work through it if it didn't work out. So being friends first, I think, adds a really special dynamic to a romantic relationship. So even if you're just meeting someone, you might want to consider laying down that friendship foundation before you get anything, get into anything romantic, so you build that extra connection. I would highly recommend. I don't think I've ever been in a relationship that we haven't been friends first. I've only really been in, like, two relationships, so that's not, like, saying a lot. But I think it really makes, like, a just kind of, like, a sweet little extra connection. So I firmly believe that there is someone out there for everyone that wants a partner in life. And if you don't want one, that's totally fine. But I think everyone gets into that no one's ever going to love me feeling. And it's really natural to have, but it's just it's really not the truth. It's just a mindset. Everyone's deserving of romantic love if you want it. And you will find it eventually, I promise you. And of course, on the flip side of things, like I just said, um, it's completely okay and 100% valid to be single. Live that single life. There's totally nothing wrong with that. A lot of people really want romance in life, but that's not for everyone and you don't need to feel like left out for not wanting that. That's totally normal too. I haven't been single for a lot of my adult life, but when I was, I had a lot of fun and I got to learn more about myself and what I really wanted just kind of out of life. So it was nice to kind of explore that side of myself and I'm glad I did before I got into my relationship with Dusty because I kind of had my priorities in order. So, kind of moving on, while a healthy relationship looks different for literally everyone, there are a few constants that should always, like, be, that should always, like, be there for, for, like, every relationship. And that's, like, respect, honesty, trust, communication, all those basics that you know you want to have, that everyone should have, and everyone deserves in a romantic relationship. And no relationship is perfect. Dusty and I fight. Not a lot. We fight. But it's how you approach and deal with your problems that means the most. It's usually not what you're fighting about, it's how you overcome it and how and if and how you overcome it and how you both treat each other during that kind of feud and I think that really says a lot. It's hard to sit down and have those tough conversations, but that's the kind of work that goes into a healthy relationship. There's no, there's really no way around it. Of course, you should both be happy overall, but a real relationship is not rainbows and butterflies all the time. Like. Dusty and I will sit down and have like these conversations about things we might disagree on like something random that happens and it will take a long time but I always would rather do that than go to bed angry because it really kind of clears the air and makes us both feel better about what we were talking about and even if you feel like you know each other 100% like you know everything about them no one is a mind reader and they want to know what you're thinking and they won't know what you're thinking all the time or what your opinions on every single issue are. Like, if something comes out in the news, I'm not just gonna assume that Dusty agrees or disagrees with it because I know how he leans in politics or I know what he thinks about other things. That's kind of unfair. I can think, but I'm not going to come up and be like, oh, so you think this, you know? That doesn't make any sense because I can't read his mind. So that's why it's important not to assume everything about your partner. You'll learn more about each other constantly, even after you've been together for a few years, trust me. So I'm going to start um, talking about a few issues and then some ways to can kind of combat those. So the first one is how to avoid boredom and keep trying new things. So number one is stay physically active. You know, go into workouts together, participate, go to the gym or for a light run or workout. It's a great way to bond. I say this about friends too. 
athletics really bring people together. They always have for me, whether it be high school sports or just kind of getting together with your friends for a workout in college or your significant other. So, you know, even even just watching sports together is like a huge is a huge thing, obviously, for getting people together. Um, Dusty and I actually met through athletics, which you know, in high school, which was really special. So I think we both kind of continue that athletic personality in college and that's why like I like having him as my personal trainer and things like that I say personal trainer like in air quotes because it's not like obviously certified and everything but I'm having a good time and I feel good um in my fitness it also really helps you make friends especially in high school if you're going through that kind of like transitional area and you're like I don't really know how to meet anyone maybe you do maybe you are looking for a romantic relationship I would definitely encourage you to look for a sports team or something like that that you could join that you're interested in that will get you that extra you know um they'll get extra energy out the good for your good for your fitness and everything like that and you will meet people I promise you you will make friends you might even find that special someone So not only is working out super healthy, but it's also a great way to push yourself and encourage each other to be your very best. I'm someone that thrives off of structure and routine, and that's why Dusty is acting as my personal trainer right now. So I'll ask him either at the beginning of the day or the end of the day when I'm doing my workout, hey, what's my workout today? But it's also great to have him there physically while I'm actually doing it because it really makes me step up my game, and he knows that, so we can help keep each other accountable. Um... Yeah, we balance out each other really well because I help him in kind of a similar way with food and meal planning, especially since we moved in together. It's going to be a lot easier now that he's here all the time. We like buy groceries together and things. He's usually really quick to order DoorDash and like get some Chick-fil-A at work or even just like skip a meal altogether, which is super unhealthy. And I've been on his ass about it for a long time, but now I feel like I have more power to help him. I've been really proud of him lately because he's been cooking more and choosing some healthier options. We went grocery shopping together on Sunday. We planned out a few meals that we were going to eat together and a few we were going to eat separate because he's kind of a picky eater and we don't eat the same things all the time. Um, So I'm really proud of him for that. And then the other part about this physically active point is, you guessed it, sex. A healthy sex life is really important to a healthy relationship. You don't want to be doing the exact same thing every time because it won't be as enjoyable everything will just be vanilla, everything becomes expected, there's no, you know, extra spice, try new things, spice it up a little bit, talk about what you like, this is a big one, a lot of people are afraid to go there in their relationship, and I think once you do, you'll be really glad that you did, because it just gets rid of a ton of awkwardness, it's, sex is not something that you should be afraid to talk about, especially in a relationship and especially someone you're having sex with like if you're having sex with someone you should be very comfortable talking about what you like what you don't and I know it's kind of like normal because society doesn't want us to talk about sex very much but yes communicate with your partner I promise it'll make things it's like way way better so it's really important that you're able to talk about these things because if you feel really awkward and like I said like how comfortable are you in your relationship to begin with just let that simmer for a while Alright, number two, make time for romance and date nights. Go out to dinner, treat yourselves. Dusty and I like to go to the Cheesecake Factory when one of us gets paid, stuff like that. Run a bath, take a bath together. That is super nice, super sexy. I would highly recommend. Do some skincare together. Tell each other what they mean to you. That is a big one for me. And that kind of leads us into number three, which is learn each other's love languages. 
People show and receive love differently. I find that I feel the most love when I'm receiving words of affirmation, whether it's him telling me he's proud of me, telling me what I mean to him, or talking about when we fell in love, just kind of reminiscing back to where it all began and things. It could be because I study literature and so words mean like a lot to me. And so I value that really more than anything else. And I'm really grateful that Dusty knows that and then can therefore show me love in the way that I value it most. And then on the other side, I've noticed and we've talked about the fact that Dusty receives love in the forms of quality time and physical touch. And knowing that, I can make sure to show him love in these ways so that we both feel just equally valued. As far as showing love, I think we both show it a lot in the forms of physical touch. So we cuddle a lot. We'll just kind of like, even if we're out, you know, touch on the arm, that kind of means a lot to both of us. And we're really comfortable with that, even though not a lot of people are. He also shows a lot of love with gift giving. <laughs> we're both not super materialistic people. But I love that if he's out somewhere without me or if he's seeing something that reminds me of him, he'll bring it back for me. It means a lot to me because it shows him like that he thinks about me throughout the day even when I'm not there. I did not really understand this at first. Uh, he would like go to work and then he would come back with like a shirt or like a pair of socks from the store for me. And I'm like, why are you getting me these things? Like it doesn't make sense. Like I just feel bad because I don't want people to spend money on me. But I really realized that that's his way of showing me love and appreciation, which is really sweet now. So like when he went to Disney, he brought me back this uh, Star Wars pride shirt and it was, just, it was super sweet. I love it. Um, moving on a bit, I want to talk a little bit about partner acceptance and understanding. If you know me, you know that I'm a bisexual woman and it wasn't something I specifically disclosed to Dusty before we started dating. It wasn't a secret. I came out like four years before when I was 15. It just wasn't something that I brought up a lot. And even if I made a comment or something in our friend group, like, oh my God, Natalie Portman's really hot. So I'm using it like a Star Wars example. Um, but no one ever really caught on to that and no one ever really asked. So I just kind of let it go. I feel like they were mostly just like, oh, she's cool, she gets what men see in women, when in reality, I was actually getting what women also like about other women. But anyway, and again, while it was never something I specifically was hiding, I was worried about being accepted, particularly by a straight male partner. And when dating and talking to guys in high school, I had experienced some backlash from potential partners as if it was something, like if it was something I shared. I was told things like it was a sin, but if I worked really hard on my faith or prayed or whatever, that God would save me. And obviously that wasn't gonna work out with me because it's total nonsense. And I think God is pretty chill with me. Honestly, I do. And I really can't change my sexuality even if I wanted to. But nonetheless, those experiences were pretty discouraging, especially as like a young girl wanting to date in high school. And I started to wonder that if like that huge part of me would ever be accepted by a male partner. With my long-term ex, it was something he was aware of, but not something that we ever really talked about. I'm not saying that he was homophobic by any means, but I got the impression that it made him kind of uncomfortable. With Dusty, I was so in love and so happy, and I didn't want anything to come around and ruin my perfect like love affair, my love bubble that was happening, and a negative or like uncomfortable reaction. I was just really afraid of it. I, like, you know, obviously we wrecked a whole friend group to get into this to get into this love affair and I didn't I really didn't want anything to ruin it and that was kind of um it was kind of like sad that I thought that anyway um so bottom line I was afraid of a negative or uncomfortable reaction and it sucks that I was because that's a huge part of my identity and no one in my past should have 
ever tried to make me feel negatively about it. And it's sad that I had that reaction. And a lot of people have it a lot worse. But the fact that we are, like, a lot of the time scared to disclose that part of ourselves, it's just, I really hope that's something that changes in the future for um, other young people. So fast forward a couple of months, and mid-hangout with Dusty, I mentioned that I'm also into girls. It was probably really awkward the way I said it. I don't remember what exactly I said. And he was a little surprised, but super loving and accepting. Um, And with how he has nurtured that part of me, I have become more proud and secure in my identity as a bisexual woman, and I have really never, ever been happier. And I wish I just said it from the get-go, knowing how, obviously knowing how accepting he was going to be about it and everything. anyway, I'm really grateful that I have a partner like that, and I hope that everyone knows if they wanted to, they would. And if you feel like you're with someone that doesn't 100% respect your sexuality, then there is someone out there that will. Don't accept or be willing to settle for less than you deserve. Okay, getting into the heavy stuff. Before I end this episode, I have to talk about something really important. Little over a week ago, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and eliminated abortion health care as a constitutional right. Especially with me and Dusty going back and forth between Florida and Texas, that's where our family are. Those are pretty tough states to be in right now. And so it's kind of scary. I'm a college student in a relationship, and I definitely could get pregnant. It's not something that I would be able to... I wouldn't be able to support a child right now. Dusty wouldn't be able to help support a child right now. It would be really hard on my body. I know I have like kidney stone issues. I don't even know if that would factor in, but it's really scary that that probably wouldn't be an option for me. So it's it's especially hard when you know something's like directly gonna affect you. Like yes, when issues come up and you feel strongly about it, like yes, you want to protest and things like that. And then you realize like eventually when something's like going to directly impact your life you really start to identify with what other groups have been feeling and it's just um it's hard it's hard to put my anger and fear into words but what i really know is this women and children will die because of this men and women will lose their wives girlfriends mothers and sisters as a result of this unjust decision and absolutely no way does this ruling protect life And that's what I really want people to know. People call themselves pro-life. I don't even refer to them as that anymore. They are pro-birth because you don't care about kids. You would be supporting healthcare. You would be supporting gun control laws. You would be supporting all these kinds of social programs that right-wing people don't want to support because it, it may raise tax dollars. That's the reality of the situation. Are you pro-life or are you not? I don't think. So I've been to one protest already in Gainesville, and it was really last minute, so I had to go alone. I was harassed on my way in and out, and I'm glad I went. I'm really glad I went, but it was scary scary to go by myself. But I've never been so proud of the women in my community. I had no idea what I was going to be walking into. I thought there might be like five people there. But lo and behold, there were hundreds of women at this courthouse, hundreds of men and women of all ages, just... It was, it was just really amazing to see everyone come together like that. You know, days late after that, there was tear gas and arrests in Austin. And to all the people that don't believe we can make, that we can right this wrong and make a difference, I think you highly underestimate our sex and you highly underestimate this generation. 
But before anything gets better, it will get worse and it will get violent. It already is. I know we will be pushed well beyond our limits and so we need to take care of each other more than ever and I hope this podcast, this Instagram, whatever, this platform is a way we can help take care of each other and I will always be here to support that. I know we will stand up to get against this together. This new generation of women grew up looking up to rebellious women in film and literature. Let's talk about Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games, Triss from Divergent, Princess Leia from Star Wars, Daenerys from Game of Thrones, and like literally so many more. People forget who we looked up to in this generation. It's, you're not gonna step on our necks so easily. We have that rebellious spirit and we know that the time to use it is right now. When we know that a law is unjust, it is both our duty and our right as U.S. citizens to fight to abolish it. So please, I encourage everyone, join the movement, share resources, donate abortion access funds, sign petitions, stand up and protest, but most importantly, and above everything else, cast your vote. Our elected officials are the ones that make the decisions that are affecting our lives. If we don't remove the tyrants from power, they will come for other rights. It's already started. They said they were going to start looking at gay marriage, contraception, all those things that we've considered rights for so long. So cast an educated vote in this upcoming election, and we can all hope to make a change. Please, if you take nothing else from this podcast, please take that you need to vote in this upcoming midterm election. I'm sorry to have to end this episode on a darker note, but it really is the reality of our situation as women of the United States. I hope this platform will always be a place of love, inspiration, and community, and for those of you that made it to the end, I'm really grateful that you took the time to listen. As I said last episode, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the next few days, I also hope to set up donations on my RSS link if you want to and are able to support the pod. This is how I can help get more information and wellness content out to you. At the end of each month, 20% of all the money I receive will be donate. I will donate to Planned Parenthood as well as we all struggle through this massive injustice. I really want to do my part to help. You can also follow the pod on Instagram for more information and wellness content at a sweet sunrise underscore pod as well as my personal account at Callie Dane, that's K-A-L-L-I-D-A-I-N, and my TikTok at Callie X Dane. Thank you all so much for listening and stay strong and safe out there.